0: so there was a recent revelation and I just learned of this because I knew about the people in was it Columbia that discovered the graphene oxide in the vials but apparently there was a doctor and I'm going to tell you his name it's on my telegram by the way you can pull it up (coughs) excuse me um okay, what was his name? Andre Dr. Andreas Nowak, N O A C K, found dead after exposing presence of graphene hydroxide in COVID vaccines on November twenty-third, a world-renowned German chemist by the name of Dr. Andrea Snowak, put out a video that same day. Here, let me go to this article because Henry McCall did an article regarding what his wife... Wife describes Dr. Andrea Snowak's death ray torture. The details have not been confirmed yet, but it appears that Dr. Andrea Snowak a vocal opponent of the vaccines was murdered Saturday. From his wife's description, it may have been a direct energy weapon, which is a deal, and it's part of this te- new technology and something they've always had, actually. But a German research chemist, Noak, said graphene hydroxide was found in all the vaccines studied. Graphene oxide forms structures in the bloodstream approximately 50 nm wide and 0.1 nm thick. They are very thin but very strong. They act like little razor blades in the bloodstream that can cut the blood vessels. They do not decompose. Once in the bloodstream, they will be there forever Short of the person getting a blood transfusion to remove them, their effect, effect on the blood vessels is cumulative. Same, as, and this is just me, so is EMF exposure. It affects you cumulatively. I've experienced that. The longer they stay in the bloodstream, the more damage will be done to the blood vessels over time. Oh, wow german reader sent this summary okay there's a video from his wife on telegram i'm gonna check that out i didn't look at that yet um released november 29th 2021 so this was just a couple months ago everyone not even because it was the end of november so not even what a month not even two months okay um, it was on the day when the graphene hy- hydroxoid video was released and the interview with Harold Thiers took place. Then we went upstairs onto the gallery. We relaxed, talked, laughed, told each other how much we love each other. Then he wanted... There's a, sh- there's a timeline. Then he wanted to go downstairs into the kitchen to get something to nibble on. And normally he does not s- spend more than one minute there. So I went downstairs and said, joking, you eat everything away from me again. In that moment, he started to sway and I thought he was making fun of me. It looked like he was playing, pretending a drunk person. So I went to him and, at, and said, ha ha, kissed him. But he did not stop it. I said, stop it. It is not funny. In that moment, electricity went off wow the same moment and then she said and the whole thing happened 20 to 30 minutes after the interview I did not look at the watch and then Andreas collapsed in my arms he began to moan had severe pain his body completely tensed all of a sudden he could not talk anymore at first I thought he might have been poisoned because he made some choking sounds So I instilled him with sole, S-O-L-E. It's like salt water. Then he vomited what he had eaten during the day, which wasn't much. I had also eaten from the same food, so it couldn't be a poisoning. I just couldn't do anything. I was just with him and had to watch. I've never seen anything like this. It was an ordeal for him as if he was tortured from the outside. It lasted about half an hour or so or maybe longer, as it seemed to me, like an eternity. He could not speak, was somehow, like, paralyzed. I cannot really describe it. I just held him so that he would not strike his head. At some point, he got calmer. His body was exhausted from the whole thing. Then he could again get up, was a bit dizzy. He went upstairs, has somehow hoisted himself up. Then he recovered. He was very exhausted, did not want to talk, was withdrawn. And I noticed he was really very exhausted. I don't know if he recognized what had happened to him, but he needed a a lot of rest. But then said he would feel good and he did not want that someone gets to know this in the night from 25th to 26th November 2021. I noticed his restless sleep, that he sweated, perhaps fever, but I didn't wake him up because he needed the rest. At some point, I can't really say which time intervals, at some point he started breathing very heavily and to rattle. This is when I got really scared. I noticed nothing is well anymore, and I've asked him what is up, but then he had this paralysis again. He couldn't talk anymore. Also, this cramp was there again. The breath, the terribly heavy breathing. He couldn't breathe anymore. I started to scream. I yelled at him. He, he should get out of this condition and come back to me crying. I cried, and he tried to comfort me crying. I was busy then. Oh, that she. I guess she was crying while she was speaking. I was busy then to make sure Andreas can breathe well. had to change his position so he could breathe more freely. He had more and more water in his lungs rattled and could not spit out the stuff. Even took it out with my hands. Wow. Emergency called me during that time and told me to make resuscitation. So I just did that. I did a heart massage and ventilated. Just did what they told me. It felt like hours. At some point, his belly bloated. Then he said, I should stop ventilating him and only do heart massage. And I couldn't anymore, but just continued. At some point, they arrived about six people. I don't really remember. And connected him to the machines. This automatic machine gave him injections like adrenaline and other stuff. They had their masks on all the time. I asked them to take off the masks so they can breathe better not literally translated okay i asked them at some point is he still alive they replied at the moment not but we're in the course of resuscitating um i guess her english is broken and then they had him apparently alive again and in that moment they could transport him and bring him downstairs and then we started and the paramedic This was also a coincidence that he knew the way as the paramedic lives here in the valley. He knew the way. Okay, And then we went to Wolfsburg, but I could not be with him because I could not do anything. And they had to put him onto the ventilator, which she was not allowed to enter. So I asked, before you bring him inside me, I see him. And I asked how he is now. And they said, yes, they could bring him back to life and it would be looking good I asked what is regarding his brain damage and they replied that because I was constantly made heart massage and his circuit was always held up not sure if translated well means blood circuit was not interrupted due to heart massage so he would have good chances all would be well again then they took him out and I went to, to him put my head onto his chest he was intubated I told him how much I love him Then they pushed him inside again. I had to sit outside and not really noticed anything anymore. Then the physicians came out, put their heads together. This was actually immediately after. They hardly had him in the hospital before he came out again. When they put their heads together, I knew. Then they said, his large heart valve has failed completely. He had a heart attack and died from that. Um, Many have understood that people had attacked him. But what you meant to say was that it was a ray attack. I did not know anything about these things. It is hard to imagine how something like this works. But he had always said that they would have these technologies to be continued end of the video. So. Okay. Okay. And then there's a video of her saying all of this. Um, and there's a video of the graphene hydroxide, I, which is posted on my telegram. was put, The video hit like a bomb at the same time. Andreas had a Zoom call with someone. Sorry, I didn't recognize the name. I operated the camera and followed the chats. The interview took about two hours after this. We had some exchanges. And told each other how much they loved each other and laughed shortly afterwards. Andreas was attacked brutally. The assault was extremely sneaky and unexpected. I have the terrible job to tell you that sadly Andreas did not survive the assault. The news is extremely shocking for all of us, but Andreas is in me, and I am a part of him. We are one. All information is out there. we know everything we have to know. I need all of you now. It is now time for action. It is now time to believe. We have to implement his plan now. We have nothing more to lose. It is about all of humanity. He did it for you. He died for you. He was not afraid of death. He accepted the possibility. It's horrible that it had to happen this way. It wasn't the plan for him to leave us this quickly. As I said, assume the enemy's energy. We must use this energy now. Turn it against them. Use it for us. I need you guys now. I can't do it alone. Please get going. I will tell you more details. Please don't panic. Together we stand. Divided we fall. Let's stand together as a team to maximize. See our voice. Significant quotes made by Dr. Nowak. Getting the vax is like playing Russian roulette. The people who die immediately or soon after getting the vax are like victims of russian roulette it is when the graphene oxide hits the blood vessel wall immediately that causes the death or it collapses immediately after getting the vax doctors performing autopsies on victims of the vax are not going to find anything these doctors are looking for something biological as the cause of death but the graphene hydroxide is not biological so it will not be visible in their tests there are pictures of coagulated blood coming out of the nose people bleed to death from the inside especially the top athletes who are dropping dead have fast flowing blood the faster the blood flows the more damage the razors will do as a chemist if you inject this into the blood then you are a murderer. The question to ask the vaccine makers and the politicians is this. Why are these razor blades inside the vaccines? How can they justify them being inside the vaccines? And now they want to force vaccinate children from age five with this horrible thing. And now this is me talking now under age five newborns, babies. Oh my goodness. And pregnant mothers. How many have lost their babies? People, please take heed to this warning. This man died for the cause. A complaint has been filed by a UK attorney by the name of Hannah Rose, representing the people of the UK, um, for Crimes Against Humanity with the International Criminal Court. And this is a, a team of attorneys, actually. They are alleging crimes committed by UK government officials, international world leaders of various violations of the Nuremberg Code, Crimes Against Humanity, War Crimes, and Crimes of Aggression, perpetuated against the peoples of the UK. So the seriousness and extent of the crimes committed in the United Kingdom highlighted by the scope of people that these crimes affect, that these crimes continue to be committed, the wide range of perpetrators, the recurring patterns of criminality, and the limited prospects for accountability at the national level, all weigh heavily in favor of an investigation, and the main points are: she's also got co-applicant um, Mike Eden, the former vice president and chief scientist at Pfizer, who has who is also working with Renier Fiumic or Feumich of the Corona Investigative Committee, another attorney. That has doctors and lawyers from all across the world, and they're doing the same thing basically on a huge scale. Um, because he said that since all the courts are compromised, this is Rainier Fielmich, um, they're gonna just have to, we're gonna have to create a whole new system. And it basically falls on the law of the land, common law is the real law. And I realized that when I was studying to, I wanted to be a paralegal at one point, and I just just I, I kind of um, started to lean toward the common law because I felt it was more valid than what I was learning. So the reason I'm bringing this up is because they actually mention. Dr. Andreas Nowak, who I just did a podcast about, um, so I want that's why I'm including this on his pod on the podcast about him, because they are requesting a full investigation into his assassination. They believe he was murdered as well, um, and this is a part of their documents. So I'm going to read that part because there's several key points here. Um. So the applicants state that they have tried to raise their case through the local English police and the English court system without success. Uh, this is exactly why the International Criminal Court has been addressed directly. As if a state is unwilling or unable to carry out either an investigation or prosecution, the International Criminal Court is able to prosecute. Not to replace national crime systems, but to complement them. Okay. um, So, let me scroll down. Okay, so the main points of their case here is not only the violations of the Nuremberg Code and all these other statutes that they list, as well as the perpetrators that they list... Um, which I'll read after, but let me just get to the part. While well, inflated COVID figures, through providing an over ten thousand word document, the team has gathered extensive evidence that our are areas of concern, um, have occurred under the guise of measures or interventions for the prevention of a virus. A particularly notable and important area addressed within this documented complaint is the fact that the number of cases has been artificially inflated due to the inaccuracy and unreliability of the PCR testing, which we know is was never created or invented to diagnose. It was the uh, inventor, Carrie B. Mullis, stated on video before he died late 2019 that it can only analyze, that it can't tell you if you're sick. It was basically created to analyze DNA. And that's why it's been on forensic files since the 90s. And, oh my gosh, I could write a book about the PCR. Okay, now, the other point is the rebranding of flu, pneumonia, and respiratory infections. We all know that it's the flu rebranded with, uh. anyway, I, I could write a book on every topic. Additionally, um, another way that COVID-19 statistics have been artificially inflated is by the rebranding of the common influenza in pneumonia and other respiratory infections, labeling them COVID-19. Okay, so they have the, the numbers of the previous deaths compared to 2020 and how they changed the numbers and things like that, which a lot of us learned later as well. Um. also they're requesting a full investigation sorry about the dog barking all areas that were arguably a result of the overinflated cases were included in the document okay so okay the inclusion here we go the inclusion of graphene hydroxy, hydroxide hydroxide also warranting a full investigation, according to the team, is the inclusion of graphene hydroxide, hydroxide and the alleged assassination of Dr. Andreas Nowak after his video revealing its presence in the vaccines. Dr. Andreas had explained what graphene hydroxide was and how the nanostructures injected into the human body act as razor blades inside the veins of vaccine recipients and that due to the size of the structures they were unable to show up in autopsies according to the applicants toxicologists can't imagine that there are structures that can cut up blood vessels causing people to bleed to death on the inside so they would not be looking for them given their atomic size Um, and so that was a really important part of this lawsuit that I wanted everyone to be aware of, also other areas and parallels to nineteen thirties germany uh ineffectiveness of masks uh the high alternative treatments that have been ignored the censorship um we want to repeat it is of utmost the utmost urgency that international criminal courts take immediate action taking all of this into account to stop the rollout of these vax COVID vaccinations introduction of unlawful vaccination passports and all other types of illegal warfare mentioned herein currently being waged against the people of the United Kingdom by way of an immediate court injunction again that attorney um One of them on the team, at least, is Hannah Rose. So let's look up her paperwork. And she lists, okay, the perpetrators, as listed on the document below. Boris Johnson, Prime Minister for the United Kingdom. Christopher Witte, Chief Medical Officer for England and Chief Medical Advisor to the UK Government. Matthew Hancock, former Secretary of State for Health and Social Care. Sajid Javid. Secretary of State for Health and Social Care, June Rain, Chief Executive of Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency, MHRA, Tedros Adamon he has a long last name, you know who he is, Director uh, General of the the WHO, the World Health Organization, William Gates III, and Co-Chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Melinda Gates, co-chair of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Albert Berla, chairman and chief executive officer of Pfizer, Stephanie Bansell, chief executive officer of AstraZeneca, Pascal Soriot, chief executive officer of Moderna, Alex Gorsky, chief executive of Johnson & Johnson, Dr. Rajiv Shah, President of the Rockefeller Foundation. Dr. Anthony Fauci, we all know who he is. Klaus Schwab, Founder and Executive Chairman of the World Economic Forum. Dr. Peter Daszak, President of Equal Health Alliance. And we know about him and Equal Health Alliance from Gain of Function. So there you have it.